Okay. Let's get down. Good to have it. Good to have it. Okay, you ready? You're listening to Level Up Your Learning Podcast, the show that shares all things edtech, including ready-to-use today ideas for bringing digital tools into your classroom or at your school, and conversations to grow your pedagogy to take yourself to the next level with hosts from ECISD Digital Learning Team. Hey there, friends. Welcome, y'all, to our very first episode of Level Up Your Learning podcast being recorded today from Odessa, Texas. My name is Lauren Tavares, and I'm the Director of Digital Learning for Ector County ISD, and I'm pumped to be joined and hosting this podcast with our Ector County ISD digital learning team, including Webby, Mandy, Jess, Shelley, and Steph. We would love to have you join us each week to listen and learn about the impact digital tools can have for our students and their learning and practical ways for integration into your lesson plans or campus activity. This is going to be very informal and hopefully captures our passion for EdTech and the fun our team has on a day-to-day basis talking about these things. That being said, let's get down to business and start with a question. Hey Webby, how do you think digital tools impact learning? Being a lifelong nerd, sharing my passions is something I love to do, whether it's a digital tool, a content strategy, or anime or video games. In the classroom, I felt that showing my students different digital tools inspired their creativity. I could use those same tools to deliver content in multiple ways and keep the students engaged while they had choice in showing what they understood and to grow their knowledge and their skills. So Webby, what are the benefits for students having their own digital toolbox? Empowering students to learn how to use digital tools and to be open to try new programs or apps on their own uh, and to be able to teach other students and even teachers is a valuable skill in our world today. Students need collaboration skills for the real world That includes online and offline skills. Building their toolbox allows them to grow by giving them the ability to decide which tools work best for demonstrating their learning in a given situation. Whether it's something digital like Flipgrid or Kimi, or it's a traditional pencil and paper kind of activity. Hey Mandy, how can I have more of me in my classroom? Well, I can think of a tool that can help duplicate teachers in the classroom. Loom is a super fantastic tool that can be used by teachers to pre-teach lessons that can go into learning platforms. By keeping the video short and reasonable in length, you can assign those videos to specific students while you are in a small group or independent work setting. Simply share your screen with the lesson you'd like to teach and talk it over. Hey Mandy, what's an example of a lesson you could use Loom with? Good question. So the way I've used it in the past is um, a principal requested um, how to create appointment slots in Google Calendar. So I recorded the steps for the leadership team so they could create those appointment slots for parents. Another example could be um, you need to record a unit test for your students who might be absent or maybe they need that accommodation. So I don't think it has to be perfect or that you have to sound like a robot, but I'd write myself a script so that I could touch on the important parts of a lesson. Hey Jess, so when did you realize you had a passion for technology? Well, um, technology 22 years ago when I first started teaching looked a little bit different. So I would say um, I've always been a gadget kind of a girl. I I love all the newest technology, so that carried through to the classroom and um, I think my students really loved it because they were able to be engaged. I was able to bring in real world situations and um, 
I think that those kind of experiences gave our students more engagement in the lessons that I was teaching. I remember doing the pen pal program and the kids absolutely loved it. They, um, they loved communicating and connecting with students around the world. Um, but today that is so much easier to um, get our students connected with others with the technology that we have. Um, Lauren, if, I, if you were talking to a brand new teacher that has never used digital tools, when and where would they start? Honestly, the first thing I'd say is start small. Start so, so small. The use of digital tools in the classroom with students is not about quantity. It's about finding the digital tools that are successful in your classroom uh, or with your school staff and, and stick to those. Often I see people shy away from using digital anything because their perception is to do it right, it has to be a lot. Just a few tools is perfect as long as you have picked the tools that make your life easier and the learning experience for students better. It's important here, I think, also to stress the integration of digital tools should never be about the technology. It's what, that's where people often fall short. What happens is they pick the tech tool first and they're trying to make the tool do something it wasn't meant to do. We should always start with the learning purpose or the efficiency purpose and then consider what's available to choose from. I was fortunate to be in a classroom this week and had an awesome conversation with a teacher, shout out to Ms. Gooden at Blanton Elementary, about how to get started bringing digital tools into her lesson plans because she wanted her students to use their devices more. She shared some ideas with me she wanted to do in her classroom, but she wasn't sure where to start. This got me thinking about how important it is for us to all know who our supports are and where to go for that help. Every district or campus is set up so differently, but knowing who to go to for help is everything. For example, our district is fortunate to have digital learning specialists that are available to help teachers with planning, brainstorming the best tools, and anything else teachers and staff need. Was that a shameless plug for our digital learning team? Yes, it was. Hey, Lauren, how do you think educators can learn on their own? I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're taking one of the most important steps there is, and you're being proactive to discover new information for yourself to keep on learning. Professional learning is everywhere now, and pretty much anything you need can be found on the internet. Find time to use these PL resources to empower you to brainstorm how and, and to bring digital tools to your students. They will begin to enjoy learning more, and you will be so glad that you did. And I'm interested to know, Steph, what digital tool would you use now if you were a teacher in the classroom? Looking back at the tools that we have available now, I'm just out of the classroom now, this is my second year, definitely Cami. It has so many tools and resources that are so useful in creating lessons, collaborating, creating your own PDFs, and so easy to share with students. I feel that I would use that often. How would you use Cami in your classroom? Great question. So I taught a tested subject, I taught biology, and we had the EOC at the end of the year, and I frequently had to use really star test questions and SCAs, and I would always have students look at those question types every day, and just to get them comfortable with the format of the questions and the way they ask questions, and so I always had them highlighting, and I would always have paper cutouts and have them pasting them into their paper journals. And so with Cami, it makes it so much easier. I could just take a 60 page release star test and easily split and merge the questions out that I needed. And if y'all knew how long it took me to actually cut and paste the questions when I actually did that, like literally digitally cutting and pasting and then printing and cutting and the students pasting, I would have saved so much paper and so much time on my end because it is so easy with Cami to just take a large document and just pull the questions that I want to use and it's so easy to visually show our students how to use it 
and whether I'm putting it on a large screen or whether they're doing it on their own and we're all collaborating on the same document. So I would use it so much and I really wish I had that two years ago. So Shelly, what did you do before you became a digital learning specialist? I'm so glad you asked this stuff. I get asked this a lot at schools. Um, I don't believe everyone knows this, but all of us here on the digital learning team, we all were teachers once before. This is a requirement for our job. And it's important for teachers to know that, that we've been in their shoes and we know what it's like to have technology not work <laughs> in your classroom. And then you have to quickly pivot and change your plans on a dime. So we also know the benefits of, of using tech tools in your classroom and it gives each teachers a chance to differentiate for each learner. So uh, what would you say your favorite tech tool was? One of my favorite tech tools just was that I used in my classroom was Seesaw. And I would use it during workstations for my students to collaborate. And I could also use it for them to work independently on different lessons, no matter what I was teaching. Uh, I was so thankful that I was already using it, using this tech tool when we all went virtual. For sure, Shelly. Those that had digital tools in their teaching toolbox already definitely started a couple steps ahead. What an awesome conversation, y'all. Love hearing so many different perspectives and everyone's thoughts. Looking forward to our upcoming episodes and this new adventure. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Level Up Your Learning. Make sure to visit our website for more information on topics covered today. And follow us on Facebook, ECISD Digital Learning, and on Twitter at Tech ECISD. 